Well, Bill O'Reilly, of course, you can watch him every night at 7. Uh, you can get his column. You can get his great books. Go to BillOReilly.com, BillOReilly.com, Killing the SS, a bestseller. One of uh, It's just a riveting book. His new book, The United States of Trump, coming soon. BillOReilly.com is where you get everything. Bill O'Reilly, how you doing? Good, Mark. Thanks for having me back. Hey, uh, you know, I always think of you uh, yelling at Barney Frank, this pompous, uh, self-righteous guy who thought he was protecting everybody, wasn't looking out for people, the housing crisis. I I see Gerald Nadler. I see the same thing. Oversight committee. Why isn't he looking at why we spent $20 billion on infrastructure for a $1 billion project? Where where are these people uh, protecting us? I don't really understand Nadler um, because he's a pretty smart guy. Um, And I agree with you that there are so many problems in this country, particularly in the New York area, where he's obviously from, that to continue this witch hunt against Trump, now it's the taxes, you know, okay, this is taking away from your sworn duty to try to help the people of the United States. We get it. You don't like him. You think he's a bad president. There are plenty of, there's plenty of time to make that point on the campaign trail. Your job is to solve problems, not create them. And that's what Nadler's doing. It's a naked political play. And I think, you know, Democrats have got to say, look, enough, okay? We will we'll vote. We'll decide uh, in 2020 we want. In the meantime, let's try to get something done here because it's paralyzed. We don't solve any problems. You see what's happening on the border. You see, um, you know, the insane uh, stuff that's happening in New York City. When are the problems even going to be addressed? So that's really my beef with Nadler. Yeah. Even this congestion pricing, they make it sound like they're trying to fight congestion. So why wouldn't it be 6 a.m. to 6 p.m.? Why would you be charging that at 3 in the morning? It doesn't make any sense. Look, the congestion pricing is another con designed to try to prop up the corrupt MTA, um, which has given away billions of dollars in pensions and in disability payments that never should have happened. And now, if you want to go to Staten Island, you better bring $45. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's insane. All I had to do, if you want to solve congestion, you don't have deliveries, truck deliveries, between 7 in the morning and 7 at night. All right? They do that in Montreal. They do that in Japan. And that's how you solve the congestion problem. You get the trucks off the street. They're double parked everywhere. They're jamming up all the avenues and the streets, and they deliver in the evening. And that's it. But you know why they won't do that, Mark? Yeah. Because of the unions. (laughs) All right. Yeah. The unions don't want it. And and so, you know, you, you just say to yourself, when are people going to wise up? When are they going to rebel? And I think it's coming. I, I really think this country is heading for, you know, really a, a strong backlash against ineffective politicians in both parties. Yeah. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, Joe Biden, you know, everybody said, oh, he's the best. He could, He's the only one that could take on Trump. He looks pretty bumbling and fumbling the last couple of weeks, doesn't he? Well, with all due respect, I think he's always looked bumbling and fumbling. (laughs) I mean, I've never seen Joe Biden to be um, a real effective. 
He's, he's an all-time Paul. He's a backdoor Paul. He's a deal-maker in the backdoor. Yeah. You know, Trump's a deal-maker in, in his way, and Biden's a deal-maker in that way. But if you're looking for a commanding presence, a charismatic guy to leave the country, is Joe Biden pop into your mind? Really? <laughs> is that who the guy is? I mean, let's give it to uh, Barack Obama. He was a charismatic guy. He did have a constituency that he led. What, what's Biden's constituency? I, I mean, I'm, I've never really got that. He's just an all-time Paul. Yeah. Do you, what, what, do you see anybody of this whole batch that's uh, impressive? Uh, in the Democratic precincts, right? Yeah, like that Buttigieg um, has a sharp look to him. but Yeah, I mean, if you look at them and examine them, the smartest of them is Harris, Kamala Harris. Really? Shrewd. No. Yeah, she's shrewd. Um, she was on the Willie Brown uh, um, affirmative action program up there. Well, shrewd like a bad way, like a politician well, kind of shrewd. Gonna, I'm not going to put a pejorative on it. I, I think Ms. Harris is a smart woman who uh, has gotten to a place that very few people get to by using her wiles. I mean, you look at O'Rourke, and O'Rourke's telling you there's no problem at the border. So <laughs> doesn't that disqualify him? him immediately from higher office i believe it would yeah you look at cory booker he couldn't run newark um you can't run newark i don't know if you can run the united states of america you look at warren she's finished um you go down the list and and harris to me probably has the best chance of emerging at this point um when they say chaos, you know, the president fires the Homeland Security director, and she was ineffective. Uh, and then the Secret Service guy who nobody liked. Is this really chaos? Is it really a massacre, as they say? No. Uh, it's a usual bureaucracy that Trump – here's the interesting thing about Trump, because I'm almost – I'm about 75% done with uh, the United States Trump. Yeah. He never really had to deal with a bureaucracy before. All right, because he ran his own company as a dictator. He was a dictator. What he said, bang, it happened. All right. And he dealt with politicians by basically paying them off. Now, he didn't pay them cash, but he made deals with them. So it was all him. Now he's got to deal with this massive federal bureaucracy where some people are good and some people aren't so good. But he doesn't know. You know, he's putting them in there. He doesn't know Nielsen from a- anybody. And I say, look, the more he can solve the problems on his own, the better he's going to be because the bureaucracy will always let you down. So I don't know why he doesn't declare he's got a state of emergency order already in effect for the wall, right? Yeah. Well, why don't you freeze visa applications on asylum basis for 90 days? Just say, no, we're not going to take any asylum applications for 90 days because we're overwhelmed. We can't do it. And, you know, at the end of 90 days, we'll take a look. We might have to extend it. Yeah, you're going to have legal challenges, but you'll be able to shut that asylum thing down for 90 days. Because by the time the court cases wind through, um, why doesn't he do that? That's the kind of stuff that, that I think he should be looking at rather than trying to 
this unwieldy bureaucracy that nobody can control. Yeah. Now, Bill O'Reilly's working on this book. It's coming out in September, The United States of Trump. As, uh, you can pre-order it now, by the way. Just go to BillOReilly.com. I think this book will be helpful to a lot of people because you know him uh, as well as anybody could. And this book will explain a lot of what he does. Well, there are two parts to the book what people might find valuable. Number one, how he pulled it off, how he got to be president, because nobody has ever told that story honestly, and I will. This is not a pro-Trump. It's not an anti-Trump. It's a history book. No anonymous sources in the book. None. Everything's on the record. So I'm going to show you how he did it and, and how that happened so you understand how your country works. And then once he got there, how his actual view of America changed. What he thought his country was is not what he thinks it is now. And a lot of that has to do with press coverage. A lot of it has to do with leaks and being stabbed in the back and and his own mistakes, how he was overconfident in in a lot of different areas. Well, I'm going to build a wall. Mexico is going to pay for it. Well, and I told him early on in an interview, I said, not going to happen. Yeah. You know, go ahead. Wait, you think he also underestimated how deep that swamp is? Uh, I don't think he understood, as we were just talking about, that you can't move this bureaucracy. You can't move it. All right. You have to be make the decisions. And Congress in, in, in its present position, the Democrats are not going to do anything you want unless you want open borders. Unless you say, yeah, we'll let everybody in. Well, then they'll do it. It was like the prison thing. Well, let's let everybody out. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, selling heroin, you know, uh, and, and, and addicting people and killing people. That's not a violent crime. Let them out. Yeah. They're misunderstood. It's society's fault. Their great, 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 great grandfather was a slave so they could sell heroin. Yeah. That's the thinking. That's what you have. I, I hate to say it, we're out of time. What do you have uh, tonight on TV? Tonight we're going to go into this unbelievable law in England, and you ought to do this, that's going to regulate and oversee social media. Oh. <laughs> that if you put fake news on, if you defame somebody, if you let a kid look at, at pornography, they're going to fine you big bucks in England. They're going to have, they have a czar, a yeah. social media czar. That's coming here. And what a fight that'll be. Yeah, it sounds good, but wait till the government takes over. It gets even worse. But that'll be interesting. You watch uh, Bill O'Reilly tonight, 7 o'clock. Just go to BillOReilly.com. You can get everything there, the books, the column, the TV show, BillOReilly.com. And uh, Bill O'Reilly, thanks for being with us. Okay, Mark, always a pleasure. Thanks. All right, take care.